Apple presents events at the Apple Store. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this evening's guest moderator, Henry Goldblatt from Entertainment Weekly. And tonight's guests from the cast of Scandal, Kerry Washington, Scott Foley, Guillermo Diaz, Darby Stanchfield, and Josh Molina. Welcome. I don't think this cast needs any introduction. In fact, I think they've been introduced already, but how about a round of applause? Um, in the past two seasons, we've witnessed election rigging, extreme torture, and extreme sex. We've witnessed the first lady accusing the president of adultery on live TV, because that happens all the time. Oh, and we've witnessed the president killing a Supreme Court justice as well. Um, all of which makes Scandal one of the craziest, craziest shows on television, but also makes it one of the best. And I know that you're all thrilled to, um, here to t uh, hear from the cast and get a little bit of scoop on season three. So, Carrie, let me start with you. Wait, wait, wait. First, I want to say on behalf of the cast that yeah. we are so grateful that you're here and that EW has been such a supporter of the show and we're so grateful to you guys um, because really we have, you know, it's our gladiators in the press and in their homes and everywhere that, that have allowed us to even have a second and now third season. So thank you. Oh, you're quite welcome. That doesn't mean the questions are going to be any easier. i got to be honest. Darn it. <laughs> Darn it. I tried to fix it. <laughs> All right, like a true gladiator, let's just cut to the chase here. Okay. Um, we saw, at the end of season two, we saw Carrie enter, we, see, we saw Olivia enter a limo, or Carrie enter a limo, and, um, and confront a man, and her only word was, Dad. What happens at the beginning of season three? How is she gonna handle all of this intense media pressure? Um, it was definitely Olivia's limo, not Carrie's limo. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, and it's exciting because when we all got the script for season three, it starts minutes after that dad. Um, so we pick up in the limo um, with Olivia and her father, and, um, and we get to see a real window into their relationship in this episode, right from the beginning. Um, one, of the, one of the first lines, and I don't want to spoil it, it probably is my absolute favorite, and a line that every girl probably dreams of saying to her father. <laughs> I won't say anything, I won't say anything more. Um, but at what, point, at what point did you realize that um, Joe Morton, who plays Rowan, was Olivia's father? Um, well, first, I mean, we all watched the episode this week, and we have to say Joe Morton is tremendous in this episode and in the series in general. Like, if you care about amazing acting at all, do not miss his performance in this episode and in this season. He's just amazing. Um, it's like being in a master class every time I step into a scene with him. But he, um, what was your question? Did you have <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed by him. When was your big aha moment as far oh, as realizing I had no idea until, often we get the scripts at the table read. Like, we have no idea what the next episode is going to be, and we all get together once a week to read the episode, and often we have no idea what's coming. And that week, it wasn't until I turned to the final page of the episode and saw the word dad that I knew that he was my dad. That is crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. That's insane. <laughs> um, Josh, your character, probably more than anyone else's, has gone under a lot of shifts. Um, you were Olivia's nemesis to start the show, then you were kind of a sad sack professor. <laughs> 
then a seeming, not, not one of the all-time great teachers. No, no, no. no. <laughs> then a seeming ally to the gladiators, and then an accomp what seems like to be an accomplice to the mole. And where do we find where do we find your character at the beginning of season three? Well, at least at the beginning of the season, things are going a little bit better. I'm the uh, he. <laughs> Uh, David is the U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia. Fancy. Yes, finally a fancy pants job. He's making a little bit more money because he's now wearing Hugo Boss suits. And uh, <laughs> Thank you, Lynn Paolo. Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> the question is how long this guy can actually hold down a decent job. Uh-huh. How has that been for you as an actor sort of playing the, this roller coaster of a character? Oh, it's been great. Yeah. I have loved it, yeah. Um, uh, because basically episode to episode, script by script, I have no idea what's in store for him. Um, uh, what he will wake up next to. Who? Uh, you mean who? Whether, who, yeah, who, what, uh, whether he'll hold on to his job, what major case he will lose, thanks to Olivia Pope. <laughs> it's fun. I like it because you never know what to expect. Um, Darby, we don't know a lot about Abby's backstory, aside from the fact that she was uh, unfortunately a battered wife. Um, have you created a backstory for her, an additional backstory for her? Um, I have something that I keep in mind when I do these scenes, but um, I've kept it all to myself because if a backstory does come out, Shonda Rhimes and the writers will write something way better than what's in my own head. Um, Can you give us a little clue? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> but we did also find out last season that Abby was in a politically arranged marriage. I mean, it's just said briefly in an episode, and when we read that cold at a table read. I was like, oh, she was? When would Abby ever agree to be in an arranged marriage? Um, and so I'm really looking forward to seeing if we find out more about that. I mean, who was that woman that would agree to be in something like that? Because she's so different from how she used to be. And Abby, this isn't, I don't think this is a spoiler. Abby has a bit of a new look this season, it seemed. Abby has a makeover. Yes. yes she does. She looks a little more like Darby. She, the flat iron has gone out the window. Um, yeah, the, Abby has a little, <laughs> Abby loosens up a little bit. She's still a smart ass, but she has a little wave in her hair and some smoky eyes. And Lynn Palo, our scandal stylist, has really upped the fashion on really every character. I mean, you know, Josh Molina's characters in fans. Don't gesture at and, me. Right. Um, so it's really, uh, it's really stunning what she's done with the fashion for Abby. Fun. Um, speaking of fashion, Guillermo, I think we need to take a moment to worship your vest. It's Ted Baker. <laughs> Thank you, Ted Baker. Um, it's awfully impressive and very, uh, um, and it's um, very unhuck like. <laughs> um, um, you've been, um, your character, Huck, has been tortured more than anyone else, certainly on stage today, and perhaps more than anyone else on TV in the history of all of TV. I know, that's, that's sad. Um, how, what scene for you has been the hardest to film? Um, I think uh, the scene where, where Huck's child is being born um, in the 752 episode, I think that was the hardest scene. You know, sometimes we have to do these emotional scenes and, and the day before or the day of, you know, a few hours before, you're like, you're so ready to do it and then you get there and the cameras roll and you, f you find that the emotions aren't quite there and sometimes, you know, you kind of have to try to conjure it up and sometimes it's harder than other times. But the, a lot of those scenes in 752 were really difficult, not only because they were, you know, difficult 
um, emotional scenes, but just knowing that you have to go to that place. And, you know, I mean, it's not fun to kind of go to a place where, you, you know, you cry and, you, you know, you just feel terrible. I mean, when the child is being born, that's not, a, that's not terrible. I was really happy, but still, you know. But, you know, you, it, I think it turned out pretty good, so. Brilliant, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> and as the rest of the cast was saying, you have, it sounds like, maybe 24 hours to prepare for a scene like that, if that. Yeah, well, 7.52, we got the script, we did the table read, and then the next day, we started shooting the next day all the monologues that the gladiators did to Huck while he's in the corner. We shot the day after we did the table read. How do you yeah. decompress after something like that? I personally watch horror movies. <laughs> I love horror movies, so I love to watch <laughs> horror movies. That's what relaxes me and chills me out. But. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Call me crazy. <laughs> um, and of course, we have the newest cast member here, Scott Foley, who plays Dick Ballard. Now, um, I, told, um, I told Scott I was not going to go easy on him, and here we go. Bring it. Um, what do you got? What I you got, got it. I got it. Um, you joined the show and apparently have received a lot of hate tweets. Oh, yeah. From the cast. Yeah. <laughs> from the cast. From Most, the mostly cast. from the cast, mostly yes. Mostly from the cast, of course. Yes. You're riding our coattails, Foley. Get off the boat. <laughs> um, no, from fans who are a little bit upset about uh, your relationship with Olivia. Get it. You, know, you, you love what? You love what? Oh, people love who love it. They have some O-Lakers in the hold house. On, you, love, you love Jake or you love Fitz and Olivia together? Look at that. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, Look yeah. at that. <laughs> Can we see a show of hands of O-Lakers? Uh-huh. Get them oh. up, people! <laughs> and O-Litzers? And wow. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> What happened? You know, so Scott what and your, I. Um, what's been your Scott favorite? and I have really hit it off, and I think there's a Folina thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> that could be happening. I feel like they I might think that have was that planted show. by Josh. However, I feel like they might show that show on Logo. <laughs> Folina. I'm in. <laughs> um, what's been your favorite um, reaction on Twitter so far, Scott? My favorite reaction, yeah. or, or the worst reaction? Oh, let's so take far. the worst, actually. Oh, I don't think I can say the worst in public. <laughs> uh, you know, people are people are very. Um, devoted to the relationships on this show. That's one of the things ab about the show. And, and the, uh, the Olivia Fitz relationship is one that, that even I am a believer in, believe it or not. Uh, I love them together. I love the, the, the draw, the chemistry they have. However, <laughs> I think, I believe that the story is benefited from a little, uh, a little more drama, a little um, obstacle in the way. And I think Jake is a fantastic element to that. I agree. There you go. <laughs> I also, can I just say, like, we, it's really amazing to watch the, the interactions with Scott on Twitter because we are so grateful for our social media interactions. Like, social media has given a life to our show that I'm not sure we would have without it. So we really love being able to be in direct communication and, um, and thank people and express gratitude. But I will say, and I'm only speaking for me, this is not coming out of a conversation with anybody else, that I, I feel like sometimes when real anger and hatred is expressed, it's really unfortunate um, because it sort of demeans the art form. And I, I love that people are so passionate about the show. So I love when people express big feelings toward the characters, but when they express it toward the people, Absolutely. I think it's a little unacceptable. Um, yes. <laughs> Carrie, do you have ESP? 
didn't know. Because you totally queued up my next question. Okay. Um, you've all I been, read them all. You've read them all. I didn't share them. Um, <laughs> you've all been incredibly smart and savvy in your use of social media. And in fact, I believe you're all live tweeting the premiere tonight. Yes! That's awesome. Um, so I'm wondering, how much do the writers listen to fan feedback on Twitter and incorporate it into the plot lines? Shonda's here. Uh, Shonda! I, I, I'll take a step back. You want to say something or no? Um, I'll say, I've heard Shonda say in interviews something like, although this isn't a quote, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that the writers write what the writers write. You know, that, that the, the characters and the life of the characters inform the story. And so that's what decides where things go, is the, really the artistic voice of the characters and, and what these writers feel is right. So keep pitching your stories on Twitter, but you won't necessarily see them on Scandal, unfortunately. Well, sometimes also what happens is it's funny. People will suggest something, and it's like, we shot what, that we shot that three months ago, that's and we, we've already made another twist and turn that's in a completely other direction. So sometimes the suggestions are impossible to implement also. Um, speaking of fans, um, Guillermo, what's been your um, craziest fan interaction? <laughs> um, I was in Utah. I, I was at... Um, I was um, attending a gay pride in Utah, and a woman ran up. Yeah, yeah, gay power. Yeah, uh, Utah. <laughs> um, and a woman just ran up behind me and jumped on my back and just clung to my back, and I was like, what? <laughs> and so that was a little awkward, yeah. Um, Darby, has anyone tried to tackle you? Not exactly tackle me. Um, I was in Yosemite National Park couple seasons ago, or right after season one, actually. And um, this young, very beautiful woman came up to me, shaking, and um, asked me if I was Abby on Scandal. And I said, yeah, I, I am. And it was like my first experience. I was out hiking in the woods. I wasn't thinking about. Anyway, she um, started crying hysterically, and then I was just, you know, there were a lot of people in the restaurant, I was just kind of trying to Olivia Pope this situation. <laughs> so I was like, well, where are you from? What do you, you know, where, she was in high school, I'm from well, the state of Washington. I was like, oh, I went to high school there. She was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, well, have a good night, I'm gonna finish my dinner. It's amazing. Um, Josh, how about you? Any criers or I'm, tacklers? No, I'm less popular than the rest of the cast. <laughs> no, nobody nobody just, tries to ride me. No. Nobody shakes when they you've see me. You've just been famous for longer, No, I most think. of the time people come up and tell me how good I am on the league. <laughs> because I look like Nick Kroll. <laughs> That's really what I get. Um. And I am. I'm good on the league. <laughs> I just say thanks and I walk on. How as actors, um, Scott, I'll direct this to you. How as actors, the show operates um, on screen at a breakneck pace, and it sounds like off screen it operates at a breakneck pace too. How as an actor do you sort of cope and prepare with that? Wow, what a great question. <laughs> uh, how, do you, how, do you, how do we prepare with the uh, breakneck speed at which the show is made and aired and, um, and paced? What a great repetition of a great question. No, I'm, <laughs> trying to, I'm trying well to think. Done, I'm, I'm stalling, for Christ's sakes, here. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think it's questioned. I think we, we get the scripts when we get the scripts. We are uh, amazed by the stories as you are when you see them. And uh, we get a schedule, and you show up and you do it. You know, you, you, there, there isn't a whole lot of time to think, like, 
wow, this is going really fast, or I'm not quite sure what's happening. You just uh, show up and you do your job. All right, before, uh, we will turn it over to the audience for some questions in a couple of minutes, but I want to play a quick game first. Oh, game. Game. Um, who said it? is called the name of the game. Oh. And Scandal is known um, for its terrific, terrific writing and dialogue. So I'm gonna read a line and I want, I'll go down the line and I'll ask each of you to guess which character said it. Oh no. You ready? The winner, what does the winner get? Um, the winner will get an issue an of Entertainment Weekly or something. <laughs> All right, Carrie, let's start with you. Ah. You don't know me. I might be the worst guy in the world or I might be the best. Whoever I am, I like you, I like you a lot. I like what you say when you answer the phone, how you always seem to be wearing white, how wine seems to be a food group for you. That was Jake, and he said it's so easy. How come she gets an easy room? one? Oh, you're getting the hard one. <laughs> I know. I picked that out mostly because wine is a food group for me, so I, I completely relate. <laughs> yeah. All right, next. Let's just say we did things, things that would make it hard for you to sing the national anthem and mean it. In the name of national security, we are the bad guys. Josh? I've got to start watching this show. It sounds so... <laughs> it sounds great. Uh, little help? You want a lifeline from the Cyrus? audience? Cyrus? Hawk, Hawk. Nice. My favorite character. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Makes sense. All right, Darby. You sort of remembered? You do have to start watching the show. One nothing. All right, Darby. I don't have to answer you. I don't have to produce for you. I, do, I don't do lost causes or tilt at windmills. I don't perform miracles or do the impossible. I make cold calculations in different difficult situations, and I do not take anything I know I won't win. Oh, that's Olivia. Nice. That last part of the line. Yeah. <laughs> Gave it away. Nice. Okay, Guillermo. I was like, who said that? <laughs> it's, beautifully, it's beautifully written. That is, I wish that was my line. <laughs> I'm new to the field of remote control sniper rifles. Is there a trade magazine they send out to enthusiasts, psychopaths, and assassins? Quinn? No. No. <laughs> the girls are doing better than the boys at this game. Yes. That's an Abby. Yes. All right, last She's one. the smart one, I heard. <laughs> nice. <Yeah>. It's true. <laughs> you just expect me to bend the law for you once again out of blind faith and admiration. Mm. You pour a good bourbon, Olivia, but so does the best, those the dive bar down the street. Bend the law. Well, no, it's obviously David Rosen, but I was going yes! to get, try to get the episode, but I can't, I'm not uh, that good. Oh, that's good, though. Folina David lives. Folina <laughs> lives. I have to cover for you every time. All the time. <laughs> and I believe um, we have some audience questions. Um, hi. My question is for Olivia. Um, well, <laughs> Carrie Washington, sorry. Um, how, how has your, like, your acting improved since you did from, um, what was it? Uh, Chanel. Chanel <laughs> to now. Oh, how has it improved? Yeah, um, how do you feel like you've grown as an actor? Um, I'll say this. Being on this show... Um, you know, starting in New York, I started in the theater and started working in theater companies. And 
this show is the closest experience I've ever had to being in a theater company because when you're in a theater company, you are really there to help each other shine and to build work on a consistent basis with people who help you evolve and grow and build. And that's what working with this cast is like. So I feel like this show, the, the regulars on the show and the guest stars that keep getting pulled in, we just continue to elevate each other day after day, week after week. Um, so I, I feel like the biggest leap for me in, in my learning as an actor has definitely been from day one on Scandal to now. Yeah. Wait, and I just want to add to that. And the fact that that's Carrie Washington's point of view and she's number one on the call sheet on the show sets a really lovely tone for the rest of us and for all of the crew and everybody involved. I mean, the respect that she has for everybody um, just multiplies. It's really, we're really blessed. We are, we're so lucky, we're so lucky. Hi, um, this question's for Olivia. You can stand, go oh, ahead. Okay. Carrie Washington, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Olivia is um, not here. My question basically is, um, one, congratulations. I heard that you got married, so congratulations. Thank you. And um, the next question is, I know you did say that you have ch a lot has changed for you since you became, um, got on Scandal. What besides fashion do you like most about playing Olivia Pope on Scandal? Um, well, we sort of, we've mentioned her twice, but we, I just want to officially say that Lynn Paolo is here. Lynn Paolo is our costume designer on the show. Um, and, you know, one of the things that's really amazing, even as we're talking, I, I don't know if you noticed, when we were talking about how great the fashion is on the show and how people's fashion is evolving, one of the things, the things that's so special about the show is that we don't do fashion for fashion's sake. It's not like, oh, we all want to look cool, we all want to look great. It's very connected to the character. Like David Rosen is saying, I'm wearing Hugo Boss now, or <laughs> Josh Molina is saying, I'm wearing Hugo Boss now because I have a better job, you know? And, and Abby sort of changed her hair and changed her makeup because she's trying to move on in her life from a relationship. Like, the clothes are rooted in the character's journey. So I think that's one of the things I love so much about being on Scandal for all of us is that we're all so committed to the storytelling, you know? And again, just being a part of a group like this, like we, S Scott is right when he said, you know, we get the work and we just do it. But part of, of the ability to do that is that we trust each other. Like we get really hard scenes that we have to figure out with each other. Um, and we come in and we talk about it and we grapple with it and we, you know, call each other on the weekend and we send each other emails and we, you know, you we do? figure out. Yeah, not to you. But we... <laughs> The rest of us. I don't even out have anybody's information. <laughs> That's on purpose, and we we figure out how to make it work. You know. Uh, well, uh, actually, that does bring up a very good point, uh, Josh. What's been the hardest scene scene for you to film? Hardest scene for yeah. me to film? Getting smacked. Uh, we had a weird sex scene. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that was a weird one, um, but it wasn't that hard to film. I just I let her do the work. <laughs> um, I just kind of sat back. Uh, there was a very emotional one in, in uh, season one where I had been framed into, so mm. Abby was under the season impression. Season two. That was season two? Yeah. I've got to watch the show. I hear it's great. <laughs> <laughs> that was season two. I hear really uh, good things about it. Yeah, and that, so she thought that I had abused a former girlfriend, and I realized I was up against it when we, <laughs> the first thing you do before the 
set is even lit, you just kind of go through, let's just read the words and then we'll block it. And then and in that rehearsal, she already had tears. And I was like, I'm just starting to think about this. <laughs> like, I was like, I better bring up, I, gotta, I had to bring my A game uh, because she was so there already. So that was, that was hard for me because I realized, uh-oh, I'm, I'm not where I need to be <laughs> when we film this in half an hour. We have another question from the audience. Hi, this is for uh, Carrie and Darby. So, um, like, Hollywood is usually scrutinized for its, like, role with women and violence. When you guys are reading scripts, how do you tell whether it's senseless violence or it has a meaning? Oh, wow. It's <laughs> a really, good, a really question. good question. <laughs> Shonda? <laughs> Well, uh, let's actually, let's put it in, um, in terms of scandal. Um, Darby, have you thought, has there ever been a scene that you sort of had to take a look at and be like, I'm not so sure, or has everything felt pretty comfortable? I wouldn't say it's comfortable um, playing a woman who's been abused. Comfortable is the wrong word, I apologize. Yeah, but, but I love telling this story, and I think it needs to be told. And I, I really love that Abby is a woman who's trying to move beyond it, and and... I mean, the, the, woman, the women characters on this show are um, written to be such complex, strong, interesting women, and the fact that Olivia Pope saves her, helps her out of it, and um, so playing a woman who was once damaged goods, um, <clears throat> there's kind of a, a liberating kind of aspect to this particular story of Abby and Scandal. I've had women tweet me before on Twitter and say, I was like that woman. I was in that situation and I really relate to your character. And wow, it gets me choked up. Of course. And I love that that's helping other women, like, you know, give them hope a little bit. Like, yeah, you can move beyond that and you can grow and become stronger and you don't have to be a victim. I think to, to I think everything Darby said is it, and it's the example of, of that's how you know, because it's sort of, if the violence that's taking place tugs at your heart, then it's not senseless, because it's forcing you to think about the root of that violence and the impact of the violence. If there are no feelings around it, then it's senseless. If it's just people dying for no reason with no emotional connection, then it's senseless. Hello, um, you guys are phenomenal, I just have to say that, and so inspiring. Um, my question is actually to any one of you guys, um, is there a real life subject matter um, that you guys draw from your experiences? Your characters are so intense, so is there like that one thing that you, or one person that you guys can go to, to use as um, influence or inspiration for your roles? Scott, do you wanna take that? What? Do you wanna take that? Sorry. Is there one person that I go to that, 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 uh, that gives me information, uh, inspiration? No. <laughs> no, there's not. Uh, we're, you know, we're really fortunate that by the time we get the, um, the, the scripts, they've been, they've been really flushed out and gone over. I know the writers do their own read of them before we get them, and, and uh, I have the full faith that by the time I read it, it's it's everything I, I need is there. And of course I have my own way of preparing to get into a character, uh, to get into Jake and things that I've thought about, questions I've asked myself about him and his past. But um, as for a, a specific 
role model or, or, uh, or a person of inspiration? No, sorry. Hi, I first wanted to say um, that the show is very inspiring and I wanted, this question is actually for Carrie. I wanted to say that um, it's been great watching your work ever since our song. I remember that movie, that short independent film. But the question is really um, about, uh, Shonda Rhimes has this great ability of creating these shows where we watch these characters and we don't see color. Everything, at least for me, I don't see color. Um, but one of the things that has been a really important topic about the show Scandal is the relationship between Carrie and the president. Well, all of Carrie's relationships are all interracial. How do you think that the interracial relationship depicted on Scandal has affected the African-American community at whole? In, partic so, in particularly women of color. It's interesting. Um, so uh, all of Olivia's relationships, I think you meant, have been interracial. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I would say to say that really ignores Edison um, and the history that she has with Edison. Um, and you are also going to see a window into more of Olivia's past that I think also challenges that assumption. Um, and I think, you know, one of the things that's so powerful for me about the show is that race is definitely a topic that's dealt with. It's come up a lot of times in various ways on the show. But the show isn't about race, it's about relationships. It's about love. Um, and it's about people who really care about each other navigating those feelings. And I think that's one of the things that's so special about the show is that these people have the capacity and the courage to take each other in for all of who they are, inclusive of race, inclusive of personal history, ethnicity, um, sexual orientation, class, education, that they see the full picture of each other and that's where they build their relationships from, not based on these isolated references of I can only love or be friends with or take care of or be in association with this kind of person. And black love is beautiful. Okay. Hey guys, how you doing? Um, actors have very varied careers, ups and downs, and the whole show is a cast full of people who have had established careers before they became a household name. Um, congratulations on that, by the way. Specifically for the three in the middle, is it terrifying or exciting to go from that person and that thing to Abby? It's exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, this is what we all work for, is to be a working actor, and I'm a working actor. <laughs> I love my job. I'm so grateful every day I get to go act. So I'm having a good time. OK, we're, um, we're going to finish up this panel with one more question. Uh, season three starts tonight on ABC at 10 o'clock. The goal is to break Twitter. So live tweet. There is a yeah. clip show at eight. Yes, yes, there is this clip amazing show clip eight. show that's kind of a review of the first two seasons. It's narrated by Josh Molina. Um, it's at eight o'clock. And then at nine o'clock is a brand new Grays. Show some Shondaland love. And then at 10 o'clock, nine central. And then up. after Scandal. Yes. Little Katie Lowe's. It's going to be on Jimmy, on Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. So just park it on ABC yeah. all night. Just start at 8 o'clock and stay through Jimmy. Excellent. You can eat during the news at 11. <laughs> <laughs>
So since it's season three, I wanted um, to ask each of you to tease up the season in three words. And Scott, I'm starting with you. Tease up, the, tease up the season in three words. Three tease words. up the season in three words. You always repeat the question. <laughs> <laughs> he is so good at Because it was vamping. such a good question, I feel like yeah. I felt the need to be I repeated. I understand, I understand. Um, uh, the, the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's two. The, the is one, that count, counts as one. We can only tease the first seven episodes, by the way. That's all we've got. Sure. Who knows the where the rest of it's going to go. in three words. Uh, yeah. Don't look away. Oh, good. good oh, one. good. That's good. Uh, Guillermo? Um, explosive, unexpected, um, dark. Ooh, wow. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Darby? Shocking. Riveting. Um, heartbreaking. Oh. <laughs> Sizzling, oh. sexy, oh. cauliflower. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait for the cauliflower part. You'll understand when you... <laughs> All right, Carrie, bring it home. Um. <laughs> Go for another vegetable. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, provocative. Um, hmm, provocative. Um, uh, gosh, artful uh, and scandalous. Well nice. done, well done. With the, I got a lifeline from the audience. Nice. Well done. <laughs> I feel like this. I feel like this panel has been handled. What do you think? It's handled. It's handled. It's handled. Now I need the room. <laughs> Let's hear it for the cast. Thank you all so much for coming.